a Lifetime original podcast. You can't have anybody confirm anything when it's bedtime. It's like, that girl's asleep. It's 11 yeah. midnight. What is she going to know? She's in bed. Well, Conrad will give me an alibi. <laughs> he go, goo goo ga ga, mama. She here. I saw her. She wiped my booty. <laughs> I love a Lifetime movie. Dr. Megan, my name is Dumb Bitch Megan. Those are the rules at Grandma's house. The USPS is gonna get you, buddy. You done been paid to do this, so could you do it? This reminds me of my damn wedding planner. Nothing infuriates me more than a sick or injured grown man. Carl has a type. Blonde women who get the Mai Tai waves from Tri-Bar. <laughs> okay, let's get down to business then. Does your husband know that you know? No. This friend had referred you. What did she tell you I could do for you? Uh, she was a bit vague. She said that you could help make things right. That you were the mistress hunter. Ugh. I hate that name. It's not like I kill people. Why not a fair doctor or cheating specialist? Hello and welcome to a brand new episode of I Love a Lifetime Movie. I am Megan Gailey joined by the incomparable, who you can now see clips of their stand-up <laughs> on social media. <laughs> Naomi and I have both entered the clip game, and it is a brutal one. <laughs> Naomi Ekperigan. Megan Gailey. I know. I've entered my Reels era. I hate every second of it. I also had to, like, I had to, like, put amendments on clips. Like, I posted a clip where I where I refer to white women and I say Megan, Sarah's, Lindsay's. And I literally had to put in the thing, I go, yes, I'm aware that Megan, Sarah, and Lindsay are names for people of all backgrounds. Just have, you know what I mean? Because I said, you know what? These people. Pe no, these people come in, they want to fight with you because they can't actually deal with like being grassroots activists in their communities. So it's like easier to just like fight with a comedian online. Uh, it, it's, we must be the most fought with people online. <laughs> yeah, people be like, it'll be something I've posted, like a, a joke. We are talking about yokes here, jokes. <laughs> and I'll be talking about pregnancy. And then people will be like, well, my OBGYN, I go, is my name Dr. Megan? My name is <laughs> Dumb bitch Megan. I am telling a joke that is obviously heightened and probably a lie. Thank you. Thank and you. And they just take it, take, I'm word of God now. I know. Also, people don't know their history. When I say, like, and you and I have talked about this too, it's like, you know how people always refer to like, you know, a certain kind of white woman as a Karen. Before there was Karen, there was Megan. Megan was the name, okay? And before Megan Good was the biggest star, before Megan the Stallion. Right. And before Megan, it was Becky. Like, it's exactly. like, yeah, the, I, I did a joke in on Conan in 2015 where I talk about my name being Megan. I know you do. And I was like, I can point to that. And I'm like, exhibit. And this is from my this is from my Comedy Central half hour in 2016, this clip in particular, where I'm like, it's amazing how things have changed. It's amazing how things have changed, right? Because now I say that, and then people are like, what about Megan the Stallion? And it's like, yeah, babe, she wasn't around in 2016. This is a time capsule. CJ was showing my Conan set to Conrad. <laughs> he, he'll be like, Conrad, do you want to watch Mama's Half Power? And he's like, kind of doing it to make fun of me, I think. But he's like, no, I want to see if he likes it. So he puts my Conan set on. And at, and like CJ, he goes, you you seem so much more innocent in this. You seem so much like happier, more innocent. I go, yeah, 2015 was a different me. <laughs> Are you? I wish I could be 2015 me. Honey, ain't that the truth? We were all innocent then. We were all happier. Okay, yeah, it's your mind. Now, speaking of CJ, 
Speaking of happiness and innocence, you in it right now. Do you want to tell the listeners? My husband has COVID. Oh, Lord. I do not. Knock on wood. Knocking on wood. I am testing negative. Conrad is feeling good. Knocking on wood again. So, you know, the nanny cannot come. And CJ cannot be around us. Mm. Now, I almost took Conrad and I to a beach hotel. (laughs) And then I got so overwhelmed by having to pack his formula that I was like, we're staying here. And then I almost sent CJ to a a luxury hotel with a pool so then we could go visit. And then I go, (laughs) well, if CJ leaves, then I can't go pee. So it's like truly, (laughs) we are prisoners. And it's (laughs) obviously a privileged prison because there is TV and, and gorgeous running water and I can hear our gardeners cutting something down outside right now. And well, and you have an extra bathroom. That's the real privilege. Cause I yes. know that like when we have to isolate, it's like, well, my good, I wish there was just like a sick bathroom. <laughs> yeah. So there is a sick bathroom. And I walked in there today to wash my hands after changing two poopy diapers in 15 minutes of each other. And <laughs> I was like, oh, I shouldn't be in this bathroom. And so then I like walked right out. The CJ was like, don't go in there. I'm like, and is anywhere safe? <laughs> uh, but I went to, I went to Rite Aid on Easter Sunday. So, you know, you guys know, we record ahead of time so they can yeah, yeah, yeah. edit it's out time all of our meltdowns we have. It's a time sheet. And so I go, I go to a Rite Aid on Easter Sunday at 7.30 p.m. Now, nowhere is open. Right. Okay, I live in right. a historically Latinx neighborhood. We are shut down on Easter, as we should be. The people are out. There were fireworks. So I go to Rite Aid, and a man tells me I'm very beautiful as I'm walking into the Rite Aid. Now, was I looking very beautiful? You know I was not. And then I come back out, and he's like, do you want me to walk you to your car? Oh. Do not want. Like, in what... And this man, was he well? No. Right. And so I said, no, I'm good. And... I I maintain a positiveness because it's like I had heard him talking shit to people who were ignoring him and being mean to him. Right. So you're trying to give the acknowledgement and keep it pleasant so as yes. not to start up that attitude. You know, the, yes. the dance everyone has to do when she's existing yes. in the world. And that's usually what I do. I usually am. I smile. Like, if anything, I overly smile. If a man was on trial for doing something to me, they would say she smiled. You know, like that is <laughs> that is my Achilles heel. I smile. She was in the courtroom smiling, telling him, yes. thank you so much for coming to court. I appreciate you. Standing trial. Yes, I'm going to get, I'm bringing a casserole to him and wishing him well. (laughs) And so I am smiling and keeping it cordial. He does walk to my car, starts following me to my car. Oh my God. Oh my God. You guys, the light, the lifetime movie from hell. This is living lifetime. We should have a segment called living lifetime. Living lifetime. And so then there's an older gentleman and he starts walking faster to get away from us. And I'm like, no, dog. Wait, what? You, you need to be in this with me. Like, I think he's looking at me like, this white girl, she's on her own. And I'm like, damn it. The Megans, truly. So my car automatically unlocks when I get to it. Uh-huh. And so I know that. So I'm like, okay. But then I start thinking, does that mean the passenger door unlocks? Because right. oh. he's walking around to the passenger side. Wait, so wait, wait car- what? Yes. Wait, he was walking over to the passenger side? Yes. Like he was trying to get in the car with you? I don't know. So I get to the car. It unlocks. I get into the driver's side, I realize that it does not unlock the passenger side. And I'm like, okay, good. That's the safety. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. That's why they did this. So only the driver's side unlocked. I get in and the thing is, it, it, the passenger side is still locked. 
Naomi, you're going to be upset with me, but this was also part of my thinking. I did not immediately lock the driver's side because I knew he would hear it. And I did not want him to get mad and smash my window. Like, that's how close he was. Well, I'm I'm not mad at you. I feel I understand that thinking. But at the same time, I mean, get it. You're dealing with an erratic person. You don't know what's going to set them off. And if you give off the impression that you're like, you're bad and dirty and this person's already angry. Who knows what they could do? But I didn't realize he was that close to you, girl. Oh yeah, and 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 he never got angry with me. He was only being complimentary, but he was also aggressive in in my space when I had asked him not to be anymore. Oh no, no, yeah, he wasn't respecting. He wasn't listening to you. He, no. he was ignoring your request to be left alone, and that is always scary. <laughs> this is what. So on the way in, my hands are empty. On the way out, I'm carrying a case of bubbly because that's what old Coco had asked for. A case of bubbly. Ten COVID tests <laughs> and a box of super tampons. <laughs> and I'm like, oh my God, my hands are full with the whitest haul. <laughs> no, but also like, you don't want to go home with that girl. You don't want to go home with 10 COVID tests and some super tamps. Okay. That gal's not here to have a good time. That girl is yeah. tired. That girl needs to rest. Leave her alone. Every hole is having an issue, sir. We're talking <laughs> soup to nuts. Get out of here. Oh, oh my. so I get home. I get home, and I'm and I'm negative, and I just I eat my mashed potatoes, and I go to bed. <laughs> oh, you got to You got to call it at that point. You know, you you you're a survivor. You dodged a terrifying bullet. You just got to call uh-huh. it at that point. Well, Megan, I'm so happy you are alive and here with us to do the podcast because we have a movie today. That takes the cake in a lot of ways. Takes the cake in a lot of ways. And y'all, the first way it takes the cake is the title. And that title is Mistress Hunter. All right? Perfection. Perfection. Determined to make her husband pay for his affair, Jackie hires a professional mistress hunter to stop the relationship and carry out an elaborate plan for divorce. But when people start turning up dead, Jackie becomes the number one suspect. Okay, well, I did not see that coming, and we got to get into it. This Mother's Day, celebrate the extraordinary women in your life with a heartfelt gift from Blue Nile. Whether it's for your mom, a mother figure, or yourself as a mom, find that perfect piece to express your love and appreciation. Explore Blue Nile's exquisite pearls and mesmerizing gemstones that she's sure to love. Enjoy fast shipping options like guaranteed free shipping and returns. Make this Mother's Day unforgettable with a piece from Blue Nile. Right now, get up to 50% off at BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Now, I'd first like to say that this is, I believe, our first movie in the celebration of Asian American Pacific Islander Month, which is obviously Mm -hmm. extremely important in my household. Right, absolutely. (laughs) To my Asian American Pacific Islander husband and half Asian American Pacific Islander baby. So pour one up and out to my honeys. We love it. We love it. Now, look, this movie opens with a blonde woman crying on the freeway. Now, that's not AAPI. (laughs) That's not AAPI. But I said, if that's not L.A., I don't know what is. Okay, so it's L.A., but not (laughs) A.A.P.I. But this blonde woman, she is on the phone with a friend and her friend's like, come stay, come to me. And then she's like, I'll bring Melanie, you know. So we've got a trio forming. And the blonde woman is actress Laura Lee Bell. If you remember, we talked to her when she was in the Lifetime V.C. Andrews movies. And she's also Cricket 
from Young and the Restless, okay? And 12-year-old me is always into her because I used to watch Young and the Restless when I would spend every summer at my grandma's house. And she said, we're watching Young and the Restless. We're watching Bold and the Beautiful. The rest of the time, you can have Nickelodeon. Those are the rules at grandma's house. So I'm very attached to Cricket. And Laura Lee Bell, a.k.a. Cricket, in this movie, she is Jackie, all right? She's Jackie. And she has just found out that her husband is cheating on her. And she is talking to a fellow blonde and a brunette friend, you know, because you do need a friend of each color for balance. You know what I mean? When it comes to points of view, when it comes to the answers, you need both a blonde and brunette to weigh in. And that's what I think is beautiful. So basically, Jackie says, you know, she found out a few weeks ago things had changed with her husband. And this leads us to a flashback. They're at home, and her husband's, like, busy with work. He's on his phone. He don't have time to read a bedtime story today, kid. And he can't give his wife any attention, which I was like, um, you ain't helping nobody in the house. And there's nothing I hate more than men who don't help in the house. Okay? I need you helping. Yes. Okay, so when I saw this husband, I truly, like, you know how sometimes you go, oh, this looks like this person. No, I thought within a shadow of a doubt that the husband was being played by former tennis star Andy Roddick. Andy Roddick don't got no smush square face. No, he does have a squish face. He has a very squish face. So Jackie, and I'm already into the fact that Jackie's into sleuthing because the next thing that she notices that she's like, see, something's up. She finds a 10% off coupon in the mail for a hotel that they've never stayed at. And she's like, okay, he going to some hotel. And I said, and it's like, okay, you don't get those unless you've already been there or you've booked a stay. We all know that's what we call the bed, bath, and beyond rule. All right? I, I thought this was a reach for her. Because I'm like, <laughs> I get mail from places I've never shopped. I mean, maybe maybe people are cheating on me. And <laughs> I don't want to say people. There's only one for But like when I, I guess because the coupon said like, for your next stay, but it's like, We all just get mail that doesn't make any sense. (laughs) I don't know, though. I don't know. I don't get, like, random catalogs. Also, too. I do. Here's the question. Was it addressed to the name? Or is it just, exactly, or was it just, like, current resident? If it's addressed to the name, well, then there you go. But current resident could be any old body. Yeah, if it's, like, his dumb name. What's his name? Carl. They're, like, Carl and blonde. (laughs) But I just love the idea of a man getting busted by the male. You know, like, it's so, because we're here. This movie's in 2018. You know, we're in modern-day America. And it's like, nope, the USPS, it's gonna get you, buddy. (laughs) The next thing we see after this, though, right? Because she's like, okay, now he ain't paying attention to nobody. We get coupons. I gotta follow him. So she follows him to a motel. And then she sees him, like, passionately kiss a woman before she pulls him inside the room. (laughs) I mean... I said, put it in the rules. If you're cheating, wait till you get inside to cheat. Okay, that's in the rules. That's in the rules, okay? Producer Aisha added to the rules because... You ain't wrong, Mega Gailey. People making making out outside? I know. And then, and then she pulled away in a Volvo SUV, which is my dream car. And <laughs> CJ told me I need to dream bigger. <laughs> <laughs> now, I'm going to tell you this. The girl who he's kissing outside looks just like Jackie's blonde friend. I'm going to tell you that right now. They yeah. look very similar to me. But then the blonde friend whose name is Val, she makes me laugh immediately. Listen to this. Who was she? Why her? Doesn't matter. What do you want to do? She's going to leave him and take him for everything he has. Is that what you want? 
We'll support you, whatever you want to do. He's been a part of my life for 15 years. We have a daughter together. You just let him get away with this? When the Orsons backed out of the Miranda property, you think I just shrugged my shoulders and said, oh well? No, I went after them. That is a real estate deal. Yes, and this is more personal. Okay. I love her using a real estate deal as an analogy for infidelity and ending mm-hmm. a marriage. She is mm-hmm. funny. She is self-centered. Yes. And I said, Val, you wild. Something's off about you. We've all had friends like this who center themselves, but with like a metaphor that is, or an analogy or something about themselves that is so minuscule to what we were going through. You know, like it's like, (laughs) well, like you'd be like, I had an affair. And they're like, well, you know, a man DM'd me once. It's like, no, these are not, these are not the same. I also, after Secrets in Suburbia, I suspect every friend. Yeah, when, uh, when a lifetime friend says my husband is cheating, I go, I bet it's with the friend. <laughs> I bet it's with the friend. Yeah. And especially when like the friends are having gal time, I go, yeah, that's who it is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Well, it's blonde Val, who looks just like the current side piece, tells Jackie about a mistress hunter she heard of from a friend who helps women get revenge and she, quote, fixes things, makes things right again, end quote. Mm-hmm. And you did notice this too that I did notice. What was it, Megan? They call her a suburban legend. And that is <laughs> a fun little <laughs> twist on urban legend that I will be adding yeah. into my repartee. Repertoire. Repartee. <laughs> No, it's in your repertoire. It's in your repertoire. It's in my repertoire. Did I say it too French, though? Well, you're having fun with it now. You're off your rocker. Uh, You're not here. But here's my thing, though. Don't you also think, like, to me, I heard I go, Lifetime movie title, Suburban Legends, about a group of moms who, like, run the neighborhood. Yes. In some capacity. (sighs) I don't know what, but Suburban Legends. These moms are the legends. legends. So let's just think about that. Put a pin in that. That's still our property, even though this is recorded for A&E Networks, okay? Okay, we own it. Now, her friends are all like, they're all about divorcing Carl, getting his money, and I like them. Because like I always like hate when a friend's like, well, you should make it work. It's like, no. no. He betrayed you. And if you have the capacity to get out, get out, right? Yes. And and you want your friend to go, he is trash. And then if if you decide to end up getting back with them, they go, I love that. You know, like it's like be supportive in whichever way the wind blows. But the first instinct is take all of the money. Right, right, right. But Jackie is not sure what she wants to do because she's like, we have a child. We've been together. So when she goes home... She's like trying to act like everything is normal, even though she just she just saw him kissing somebody. And she's really bad at acting like everything is normal. But this is what I will say I love about Laura Lee Bell. And in general, when Lifetime uses a soap opera queen, it's always mm-hmm. top notch because these yep. women understand the assignment. They know like yep. Laura Lee Bell is giving you waterworks. She's giving you intensity. She knows what she's supposed to be doing. Mm-hmm. And you know, she's learning those lines fast. Honey, she could do this whole movie in four days. <laughs> That's how good she is. She's like, that's that's three young and the restlesses. <laughs> now, when she gets home, she's like, as you said, tries to seem chill, but it is not a it's not successful to me. But Carl does not notice. And I was like, yes, this is a bad husband. Like he's somebody who does not pay attention to the fact that you're like tear-stained, anxious, and shaking. Yes. And he's like, do you want a massage? No. The good thing of the scene for Carl, though, is he is interacting with the child, which is like the first time we've seen him do that. And then he suggests they get dinner from someplace called Jumpin' Johnny's. Um, <laughs> and I'm like, I don't think they should. And they shouldn't have because that night he tries to cuddle with Jackie and then she runs into the bathroom and pukes. 
Now, she blames it on Jumpin' Johnny's, but it's because she's grossed out by him. Yeah. And when she comes out, he gives attitude in a way that is so unexpected and not okay. We need you to just hear it. We are never eating from that place again. Is that all you have to say? (laughs) Don't you think maybe you should apologize? Excuse me? I just went in there to help you. And you just were ugly. I don't think I deserve that. You don't? An apology, maybe. Sorry. Maybe I was a little harsh. You caught me at a bad moment. I accept your apology. Thank you. What? The nerve. The gall. He out here with a whole mistress kissing in the middle of the broad daylight. And has the nerve to be a baby about being snapped at? Well, she's puking. She's puking. It's not like they're just having a conversation. She is sick. And you know what I've realized while my husband has been sick? Nothing infuriates me more than a sick or injured grown man. Because (laughs) I know it means, and this is going to be very heteronormative of me, so I do apologize. I know when I see a sick grown man or an injured grown man, that that means there is some somewhere there is a grown woman having to take care of them. Like, she doesn't have enough shit going on. And here, for, oh, this woman, oh my gosh, how dare she puke? It's like, sir, okay, she could have food poisoning. She could be pregnant. She could be sick. And you want to have attitude with her that she snapped you while she was puking in the sink? I'll, I'll freaking skite you. That's when you hit just across the top of the head. And so, of course, after this incident, Jackie wake up and she's like, yes, I'm going to call the mistress, Hunter. I said, that's right, Jackie. She was like, no, no, no. So Val gives her the address for the mistress, Hunter. And this address is a warehouse, a place that is under construction. There's like tarp up and everything. And Jackie is wandering through. Now, I'm sorry. The moment you give me an address and it's a warehouse, I'm out, actually. Because I'm like, you know what? You may not be accredited business. You may not be on the up and up. Oh. You may be about to rob me, <laughs> like, because you're going to some place that don't make no kind of sense. Yeah, so we're in L.A., as we've established. And when I saw this place, I go, oh, I think this is, like, right by my house. <laughs> so I definitely, I'm thinking we're less than two miles away. I'm going in. And in, in L.A., it's like, people will be like, this is the best restaurant I've ever had, and it's in a strip mall. Yeah. So it's just like, yeah, you're having to go into warehouses. We're having to go <laughs> into places that don't look great, but could really be hiding a hidden gem. And so she walks in and there's immediately like a voice of God, Mike. Now, not introducing Naomi and I to a packed theater, (laughs) asking her very probing questions. She's like, who are you? I don't know who you are. And so Jackie is having to answer all of these. She's basically shouting it to a security camera because we see footage of whoever the mistress hunter is watching Jackie and yelling these questions to her. And then... You know, when Jackie's basically like, yeah, I'm trying to bring down my husband, the voice is like, okay, make a left down the hall. (laughs) And she's (laughs) directed to, like, a well-appointed office. It's giving lawyer office vibes because it's got a lot Uh of, like, leather-bound books on the shelves behind her. And it's, you know, mahogany oak energy. And this is where we meet Hannah. Our mistress hunter, our AAPI queen. Yes. And she says to Jackie, so you married a son of a bitch. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, Hannah's Because it's like, why would you be there? Why Why? else would you be there? Why? And Hannah is, Hannah's fun. 
Okay, Hannah's yeah. direct. Hannah is loving, even though she says she hates the title Mistress Hunter. She's like, it's so ugly. But she basically says, I got you get two options. You know, I can make your husband and his mistress's life a living hell and get you enough evidence to destroy him in court. Good. Or I can drive your husband back into your arms. And Jackie's like, no, thank you. Option one. <laughs> I said, absolutely. I actually don't even appreciate option two. What do you mean drive him back into your arms? I mean, I, I can understand how some people may feel that attachment, but I don't understand why you as Mistress Hunter encourages that. It's feeling religious to me. Yeah, she likes option two. She references it a lot. Yeah, she's, she's like, like oh, I'm always hoping someone's going to pick option two. I thought option two was going to be even more nefarious, like death. <laughs> like that someone will die. Um, but it's like, no, you'll just be in love again. It's like, okay. So Hannah says she's going to need Jackie's help. She's going to need her to do some snooping to get the information, the receipts. And Jackie that night goes home and is going to try to do this. She like gets out of bed in the middle of the night, sneaks downstairs. She's looking through Carl's wallet. And then Michaela, who's probably six or seven, their daughter comes down and is like, what are you doing? And she's like, oh, nothing. And it's like, that child would not ask what the mom is doing. And then she's like, can I have some water? And then Carl's like, what's going on? Can't kids get their own water? I go, why do all these husbands hate their children so much? This is another thing where I'm like, why are we out? Like, Carl is so bad at every turn. And this is the thing that gets me. When you're cheating, you need to be minding your P's and Q's in every other area. Okay? Because you already doing something bad. Stop being an asshole or else people are going to start looking into you. Yeah. So Jackie's situation, though, is she's a stay-at-home mom and has given up her career and life basically for this man. So I think she feels financially, like, locked in by him. Well, I'm sure, but that's why the whole thing, the whole thing, the mistress is like, get your money. You will have get proof. Out. Get your money. That is owed to you and for your child. And get out of here. Because this man doesn't respect you. He doesn't even seem to like your kid getting water. Also, no man gets up from bed. Walks downstairs. No. To say what's happening. He's too lazy to care. He's going to stay right in that bed. They don't hear. I was like, what are you doing? The next day, Jackie's leaving the grocery store and there's a canvasser outside. And I immediately knew what was coming. Because we don't see the canvasser. Their back is to us. But they keep, you know, just talking like, you know, you want to help the environment? You want to help the environment? And Jackie walks past and the canvasser immediately drops the act. Who is it? It's Hannah. In one of Love her it. many disguises. And she comes up on Jackie Good idea. and is like, Good idea, too. What do you want to do? She's like, Ask Jackie, what do you want to do? And I, and I'm, I, Hannah is camp. Hannah is camp. Hannah is having fun with it. Hannah is a theater kid. Yes. I loved how cheesy. I loved how cheesy. Cause, and then basically Jackie's like, Okay, I want to go through with it. And then Hannah goes to her van where there's uh, in the back of the van is just a rack full of costumes. Like just like regular yes. clothes, but for her various, you know, tricks, <laughs> which I loved. She's the Mistress Hunter and we can, it's safe to assume she may also do sketch comedy <laughs> because she really does have an arsenal of looks back yeah, there. Yeah. The next time we see Hannah, she's using a giant, <laughs> comically large photographic lens to... Follow and watch Carl. Mm -hmm. So she follows him, this time not to a mot motel, but it looks like a motel. It, so I think the, fir the first one, it wasn't a motel. It just it just looked like one because that's what so many oh, apartments in L.A. Okay. look like. So what I thought was a motel yeah. is one of L.A.'s many hideous motel-like apartments. The Melrose Place, where it's like open to the outside. I used to live in one. I actually loved it. And so Hannah follows Carl to the motel-like 
apartment where his mistress lives and she surveils them. Then they leave to go on some special date and we see Hannah break into the mistress's apartment and set up cameras so she can be watching them from inside. So good. So good. And we see some brochures and we learn that, uh, first of all, this girl, her name is Beth. The mistress, her name is Beth, and she is a mobile nail technician, very Los Angeles. Mm. Or maybe mm-hmm. very other sprawling city towns, you think? It's really LA, and like it's, it, I think this movie's ahead of its time, too, because I didn't start hearing about that until the pandemic. So, mm-hmm. uh, Lifetime's out here breaking ground. <laughs> so, Carl and Beth come back to her apartment. We see them give each other presents. Carl gives her a necklace. I found it to be hideous, Mm -hmm. but everyone was very excited about it. Yeah, everyone was like, wow. And then she says to him, I know you're traveling all the time, but I want to give you a key to my apartment for when you're in town. So from this, we deduce that Beth does not know that Carl is married and has a family. Right. She just thinks he's on the road a lot. Right. So that makes me not mad at Beth. Like, it's like Beth is also being lied to, and it makes me hate Carl even more. Exactly. And while all this is happening, Jackie is at the park with her daughter, Michaela, and she's like asking Michaela, she's like, has daddy ever taken you anywhere sketchy? Anytime he's asked you to keep a secret. And I said, no, 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 Jackie, we ain't questioning the baby. You got to get it together. I know you stressed out. This is why you have hired a mistress hunter. I will tell you this sidebar too. This mistress hunter is pretty cheap, y'all. She's $4,000. And I said, that's actually not enough. Okay, especially when we factor in all the costume work, all the location, all the camera lenses. This should be a 10 grand job minimum. Yeah, minimum. I guess inflation hadn't really hit in 2018. But as you will see in this movie, she also asked Jackie to do a lot of like work. I think we can agree. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Because in this moment, too, well, I mean, prime example, as she's with her daughter, Jackie and her daughter having a good time, Hannah rolls up in the park. And then gives her a whole lot of work to do. Listen to this. There are things I'm going to need. Some paperwork. From his office, from his business. That's what I'm paying you for. I told you I might have to lean on you. That's not leaning, that's pushing. Look, you have much better access to everything than I do. All I need you to do is take your husband's key, go to his office, download those docs onto this. What about the camera? He switched wallets at the office. I need photos, front and back, of the credit card. What if I get caught? You're a wife who's doing a favor for her sick husband, or a wife who found out that her husband is a bastard and is collecting enough evidence against him, whatever excuse you want to use. Me? A stranger? Wouldn't be that simple. Now, this is where I'm, I'm with Jackie. I said, you done been paid to do this, so could you do it? This reminds me of my damn wedding planner. Had me order 90 umbrellas off of Amazon two days before the wedding. It said, ma'am, can you? Yeah, so I, when I'm paying for a service, I'm the person that's like, you just handle it. Like, no. the reason I'm, I'm paying you is because I'm not good and I don't know how to do things. Right. So, like, I am, I'm willing to pay a premium to not even have to answer an email. <laughs> so it's like, Hannah, you can come in my house. I'll let you in. Like, I'll get him out of the house. Right, he goes to work every day. So you can come by. Yeah. Michaela got to go to school. He go to work. You come in the house and walk around. What's the problem? <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't get it. But I think Hannah has a lot of clients and we know she has a full life. Okay, so <laughs> Jackie's like, okay, I'll try. But like, I'm a stay-at-home mom. But honestly, they stay at home moms probably have a lot of skills that are because it's like they you know they go snooping they gotta make sure all the alcohol is the right level okay so they're back at their house 
Carl finds a pair of Beth's sexy panties in his suit pocket. But we don't, look though, we don't know their best. Because remember, Hannah says, I planted something in his pocket just to sort of sow seeds of discontent. So yes. I don't know if, I don't know, again, look, Hannah's got costumes on costumes. I believe she has a bit of panties in the back of that truck. So Of course. I just, uh, his reaction is so like, oh, where it's yeah. like, does your wife not wear panties? Right. Like, I, like She's not putting panties in his pocket. No, you know what I mean? That's She might. She might. She's not. She never, oh, because he, because of the way he acted, it's like, this obviously isn't what happens. Can I just say I'm glad that we're two grown women that are not being like, you can't say panties. Like, it's like. <laughs> We got to move on. It's we're, we, There's enough bad stuff in the world. We got to move on from moist and panties being no fly works. <laughs> so Carl, of course, rushes to like, where does he put them? Like in a boot, in a sock? He like hides He puts them. them in like, oh, Christmas sock. <laughs> <laughs> like he's like, I'll handle these in December. <laughs> and so he's hiding the panties. And then Jackie comes in and is like, I'm going to go meet up with Val. She's going through it. But that's a lie, too. So in this moment, I just love moments where I'm like, okay, y'all both lying to each other. This is just like an actively unwell relationship. <laughs> right. Instead of just, like, admitting it and going to therapy. She's like, I'm going to pay a woman, and you're going to have sex with a different woman, and then we'll see where we wind up. Exactly. So, you know where Jackie really going? She going to Carl's office, where he work, after hours in the dead of night, and she is downloading things off of his work computer for yeah. Jackie. Now, my thing this is my, my next problem. Now, how does Hannah know what to tell Jackie to look for? And if that is the case and Jackie has it, why does it have to go to Hannah? The whole point is that it comes, like, if it's about amassing evidence that Jackie can use in a divorce proceeding, I don't understand why information then goes to Hannah. You see what I'm saying? No, and yeah, and... I also am like, Carl, what an idiot. Why would you have anything salacious on your work computer? Because then you're going to ruin your marriage and get fired. Like, we all know if you want to send racy stuff, you got to do it on your personal time. Right. And, like, I, I was trying to, like, squint to, like, see what the files were. One of them just said, like, Peterson. <laughs> I, that doesn't... <laughs> well, I, could, I, I was doing the same thing because also in, in the office, right, she opens a drawer and she finds Carl's secondary wallet. And she's like, she, like... She keeps gasping and covering her mouth in fear throughout the film. She's constantly seeing mm -hmm. things and covering her mouth in fear. And so she sees an ID that scares her. But when I, like, stopped to look, it was it still had his name. Like, I thought the ID was going to have a name. I thought it was going to be, like, you know, Charlie yeah. Charlie Pugh or something, okay? That he's like, I have a whole <laughs> separate life. <laughs> I'm a singer. Yeah, he's a, he's a teen singer. Oh, I, yeah, so... Why does he have a secondary wallet then? This is what I don't understand. But obviously, it's not the wallet he, he brings home. It's not the wallet he has in the house. And so she starts downloading files. A security guard is coming into the building, and we're kind of getting a little tension. Is she going to get caught? Of course she's not. But here's what, what I took issue with. So this is a building with multiple individual offices that are locked. And it's just a regular office building. We're talking beige box. And the security guard comes into the office and begins to unlock each individual office door mm -mm. and check inside. Mm -mm. 
which is something a security guard would never do. And and that's when I said, I don't trust this business. <laughs> because if you if you need a security guard to look in every single office, you're making bombs. You're right. doing something illegal. Because right. So now I'm like, we need to get the Mistress Hunter in on Carl's office. We don't ever get any payoff on that. No, there's no. Meanwhile, while all of this is happening, Hannah has broken back into Beth's apartment. So I guess maybe that's justification. She's like, listen, I can't do, I can't be two places at once. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You're on Carl. I'm on Beth. Unless you want to go rooting, scooting around the mistress's house, which I'd be interested in. See, this is a thing I would have liked, and I think if this was, if this was, if this had maybe had four more minutes of runtime, I would have. I think it would have been fun if Hannah had actually, like, when you meet with Hannah, she goes, she lays out exactly what she does, because it would just be fun mm. to know. Okay, this is my business. This is my system. And then we then see each phase of that, right? Yeah. Because she is running back and forth. But I was like, you already went in there and planted cameras. So you're coming back that night. I said, did you forget something? What? She just be running back and forth. And so yeah. I just think that's like too much. You wanted like a home alone, like un- undo the scroll and see all yes. of Kevin's plans. Yes, I always love that. Yes, that's what I enjoy. I enjoy seeing the plans. I enjoy bringing the t- crew together with a special set of skills. But here's the thing. Hannah can do that because Beth is out with her homegirls. You know, because as far as Beth, can, Beth is like, I have a boyfriend. I see him twice a week. Everything is good. And so I she and friends are out. And Carl calls Beth. Because he's mad at her about the underwear. But you see, this what Hannah was right. She was like, I'm sowing seeds because he is so mad, he get caught up in his own lies. Listen to this. Hey, are you still there? I'm here. Oh, I, I didn't recognize the number. It's the number at the hotel I'm staying. Oh, I'm so happy to hear from you. I, I thought you were traveling. Yeah, I had to call. Oh, to hear my voice. No, I found your little surprise. My, my surprise? Yeah, your surprise in the breast pocket of my suit. You could have got me in a lot of trouble. Yeah, I honestly have no idea what you're talking about. Never mind. No, it sounds like you're accusing me of something. I want to know what it is. Carl, are you still there? I'm here. I'm sorry if I came across as harsh. I, I was trying to be playful. All the travel must be catching up with me. All right. I'll take your vitamins. I don't want you sick the next time I see you. Yeah, I will do. She said she didn't recognize the number, Megan. You know why? Because he calling her for the home phone. Instead yes. of the extra burner phone he normally use when he dealing with Beth. Yep, he's slipping. He's slipping. And I love that Beth goes, what is wrong with you? Like, she was so like, what? I like that. Beth, because she didn't understand. Like, she doesn't realize she's being played. So she's just like, why are you being weird? Yeah. Because he even tried to back out of it. And she's like, no, something's wrong. Yeah, we're, we, <laughs> listen, there's a world where Beth and Jackie should be friends. Okay. <laughs> so as Jackie is leaving Carl's office, Hannah is outside in the van. And as you pointed out, if you're outside, why couldn't you have just done it? Well, because she was at Beth's. But then she could have made a second run. This is my problem with Hannah. I said, Hannah, you in here. She in the van. This time she's in a security costume. And she just watching, waiting for waiting for Jackie to be done. It almost feels like part of the business model, too, is to, like, empower and embolden these women who are being cheated on. And, and, most importantly, get them to do some of the work. It has MLM <laughs> energy, right? It does not. Because, because <laughs> Hannah gets all the money, but Jackie's the one really doing the labor. Oh, my gosh. Yes, Jackie's going to show up in some taco print leggings. <laughs> And go, they're buttery soft. (laughs) So the reason Hannah went to Beth's 
was to steal that necklace Carl gave her because she gives Jackie the necklace. And then the next night, Jackie wears it and is, says to Carl, like, I found the little surprise you were hiding from me. <laughs> and he's like, oh, yes, you found it. <laughs> I'm going to say this, though. Even when Carl is trying to be nice, he gives me douche chills. I find yep. him, like, he. there's nothing redeeming about him to the point where I'm like, how did you even get with him, Jackie girl? Because he doesn't even seem like he has charm or warmth. Like, even when he's, you know, I don't know. Yeah, he works in finance, and (laughs) I think. And what I will say is their backyard is gorgeous. (laughs) And that's, and and for some people, that's enough. (laughs) So after this very awkward evening, Beth is in her apartment looking for the necklace. Because obviously... Hannah took it. She's like, where is it? Carl shows up in her apartment being like, where is it? And she's like, I'm getting the class fixed. And of course he pushes. And she's like, I lost it. You know, so it's very good. Yeah. Cool. Beth is very whiny voiced. I think she's supposed to be like 22. Like, don't you, don't you she's supposed to be a younger woman. Yeah. And she's also like, oh, yeah, I lost the nicest present anyone's ever given me. And I'm like, ooh, I think Beth came from a tough upbringing. Because, <laughs> like. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When CJ and I first the first our first Christmas together, he gave me a um Tiffany's necklace and I said, No, thank you. What? Yep. I sent it back. What's wrong with you? <laughs> I didn't want it. Why? Because <laughs> I didn't it was like a you know, it was like a charm. It just like wasn't for a 30-something-year-old woman. And, like, he had he had talked about it with his sister, who is an artist. She has incredible taste. CJ has amazing taste. Like, I think he was, like, trying to impress me, so he, like, went out of his wheelhouse. And, and I knew if something is expensive and I don't like it, I will say no, because then it's a waste of everyone's money. Okay. Did you say so, it nicely, though? Probably not. I know! You're I a know. mess, Megan. I mean, I understand I what know. you're saying. Definitely. But I don't know. I'd have to see. I'd have to see the charm to know. Maybe he gave it to a mistress. Maybe someone <laughs> else has it. I don't know. And you know what? I'm happy for her. <laughs> <laughs> now, here's what I thought was funny. When Carl leaves Beth's apartment, there's a fake parking ticket on his windshield. So at first he's like, damn it. He's like, of course. Exactly. <laughs> but then it, the text on it is basically like, I know you're lying. How long can you hide this? Right? And Hannah Hannah. is watching from her van. So I was like, okay, Hannah's here for mind games. Hannah's here to, like, make this man unravel. She's having fun with it, too, you know? Because, like, you don't need to sit there and watch. Yeah, 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 yeah. (laughs) Then Carl goes to work, and he cuts up, I guess, this backup identification and these other credit cards. Like, I guess he's like, this is over. Because now it's, you know, now he's getting some heat. And then we see Beth at home writing in her journal, sobbing. And for some reason, that was very funny to me. To be crying so hard while also and writing. writing. <laughs> I was like, what are you doing, babe? Well, that's how I write my best jokes. And then she gets interrupted because she gets a call from a client, and we see the client, Jackie. And I'm like, yes. Okay, so Beth goes to Carl 
and Jackie's house to do Jackie's nails. And Jackie is like laying it on so thick. Oh my God. It's like, I was like, this is messy. Yes. And she's like, yes, my husband. And this is our house. When did we move here? I guess it would have been eight years ago. And Beth's like, "Uh uh-huh, great. You know, just like having to like listen to ladies go on and on about nothing. So she starts like fake filing her nails basically. And then, (laughs) and then Jackie's like, yeah, that's my daughter. And Beth looks over and sees a framed photograph of Carl, her boyfriend, and Jackie and Michaela. And she starts crying. And it's like, I have to go. And then and then Jackie's like, well, I'm not going to be able to recommend your business. <laughs> I, know, I cannot recommend you to people. It's like, well, yeah, I would think so. I don't actually want to work, continue to work for you or any of your friends, seeing as how I've been sleeping with your husband for months. Well, and it's like, I know Beth is in like a, a time of peril, but it like it didn't clock to you like why this woman wasn't asking why you're crying when you saw a picture of her husband. I know. Who wouldn't be like, what just made you unwell? Like, exactly. It's yes. like so wild. But this is the thing. And this is something Hannah also says that, you know, Carl never mentioned he had a kid. He had told Beth he was separated and he yep. never said he had a child. So now Beth is like, okay, you're very much not separated and you have a whole human that you're the parent of? I also think, like, we've heard enough, and I'm talking Lifetime movies, books, real life. We're talking nonfiction fiction. When someone says they're separated, they're still legally married, and they're probably (laughs) not separated. Because, like, you would just say you're divorced. Like, when anytime anyone has been like, they said they were separated, they're never separated. Yeah. That's so true. It's so true. So now after this very dramatic encounter and Jackie seeming way too comfortable orchestrating this and playing games. She loved it. She's really coming into her own. Thank you. (laughs) She's in her backyard with her friends. She has made and served cake. So they're sitting around eating some cake. Jackie's telling her gals, Melanie and Valerie, everything. Mel and Val. And she shows them the necklace that he had gotten for, for Beth. And Melanie is not into it. Melanie is like, okay, I hate this. Like, you're becoming an evil person. This, she's like, I'm all for divorcing Carl, but what are, what are all these games? But Val is very comfortable with this whole thing, and she's just eating her cake straight chilling. She's literally like, mm, well, mm-hmm. do what you got to do. And in this moment, when Val is chilling and Melanie's like, I'm actually leaving. I'm going out of town. <laughs> like, Melanie said, I'm going mm-hmm. to my sister's. And my theory in this moment is Val has orchestrated all of this. I am convinced that she was with Carl first and is mad that he's with Beth because Mm. these two women look identical. It's no surprise Carl has a type. Blonde women who get the Mai Tai waves from Dry Bar. Yeah, wow. They are identical vibes. (laughs) When you said Mai Tai waves from Dry Bar... Also, we have to remember that Val is who gave Jackie the Mistress Hunter's contact info. So I think that's an amazing theory, and I think it's probably 99% correct. One alternative I thought maybe was Val was a mistress. To Carl? To anyone. Oh, to someone else. Uh Yes, and the Mistress Hunter ruined her life, and she's trying to get back at the Hunter, and Jackie is just collateral damage. Wow. Either way. Either way, Val is involved. I think we think that's certain. Also, Melanie, grow up. Okay, like, (laughs) you don't support your friend trying to get back at her cheating husband. Like, what? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Melanie's being a baby. Nothing, she's, okay, so the mistress hunter (laughs) stole the the mistress's necklace, and you're like, I can't. It's like, who cares? I know, I love the stealing a mistress's necklace is where Melanie draws the line. Yes. He stole it? And I'm like, 
okay. And I think the trip to her sister's was already planned yeah, yeah, in her yeah, defense, yeah. but yeah. it does feel very much like, I got to get out of town. And it's like, <laughs> Melanie, you live in LA in 2018. You've seen a lot worse shit than this. <laughs> now, after that, that night, Jackie's at home and she's in bed having a read as women do only in television. Actually, no, you as a reading woman, do you read in bed or will you sit on the couch yes. and have a read? No, I read in bed. Now, do you also do, do you also put lotion on your hands in bed? I do. Ah! I put lotion on, I, I have lotion on my bedside table and, you know, not for that thing, to go on my hands only. So you are a sitcom wife I, in real I, life. Yes, and I'm, I'm here begging to be in a sitcom. I know. Please, please, I am Patricia Heaton. Please. <laughs> Exactly. So that night when she's having a Megan Gailey evening, a little book in bed, <laughs> B&B, okay, book in bed, Carl comes into the bedroom and he admits everything. Y'all, y'all listen I'm to shocked. this. Listen to this. I've got something to tell you and you might, you're not going to take it well. What is it? I've been unfaithful to you. I, I broke my word to you and to Michaela. I wish I had a better explanation for why I've done what I've done, but I don't. All I can say is that I'm sorry. Yeah, just please leave. No, listen, listen. I want you to know that it's over. It's all over. There is nothing more important to me than you and Michaela, and I will do whatever I have to to keep us a family. Please. I love you. I said leave. Can't we just get out? Okay. I did not see that I, coming. I did not no, see and that I'm coming. Like, oh, I guess Carl's kind of a better man. I mean, like, he's sort of backed into this corner because all these things keep going wrong. But, like, I was like, oh, I I thought he would try and take, I thought he would gaslight her. Yeah. You know, do the, do the classic, what are you talking about? Well, especially because, again, how does the necklace get to the wife? I thought he was going to be like, someone's framing me, someone's trying to bring yeah. me down. Because, like, if I was Carl, I'd be like, I don't understand who took Beth's necklace and right. put it, uh, put, gave it to Jackie. He's just like, a karma, <laughs> you know? Exactly. I guess it lifted it. So the next morning, Michaela, and Michaela's about to enter into about eight scenarios that I think should get her taken from her parents, but <laughs> she asks where dad is because she heard yelling. But then she starts asking it's very intense questions for what seems to be a five-year-old, okay? So he's not here? No. Did he not sleep here last night? Is he not going to live here anymore? Honey, it's way too early to say. She's literally out here being like, are you going to get me water? But then she's also like, is daddy? She sees daddy not being in for breakfast as a sign of full-on divorce. I said, uh -huh. get your own yeah. water. Okay, how old are you? Okay, wow. Okay, so you're on that side and I'm on Justice for Michaela's side. Okay, great. But didn't you think it was a very anxious line of questioning for a, such a small child? Yes, but I do think, as we will see as this film unfolds, that her parents are prone to putting her in adult situations that she should not be in. And so with that comes adult questions. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Okay, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait for your evidence because I didn't know she'd been put in adult situations but I also think that you are correct, so I'm going to wait to see. It's the entire 30 minutes, last 30 minutes of the film for okay. me, mm -hmm. is, is my case for Michaela to be my foster child. <laughs> so 
Carl, that night, he goes to Beth's house. And remember, because she had given him a key. So he goes to Beth's house. He, he lets himself in. She's not there. Then, at first, I go, it looks like he's gone into her room and is, like, about to read her diary. But then he starts no. writing. Yeah, he's going to write her a breakup letter in her diary. In and her we own know. diary. Yeah, that's worse than a post-it. So <laughs> it's not good. Carl, not a, for a 22-year-old, that's not going to go over well. Not at all. And so as he writes, we see a gloved hand in all black grab a knife from the butcher block. And later, Beth gets home. She's been out with her girls. You know, she's mad. She's fighting. She's finding out he's got a kid. And he's still married. So she drunk. She come in the house. She drunk. She unsteady on her feet. She sees the key on the counter and is like, Carl, what are you doing here? And she goes <laughs> to her bed. And it looks like Carl's in the bed, and it looks like he's asleep. She pulls back the covers, like, what are you doing? Get out of here. When she pulls back them covers, Carl is covered in blood, y'all. Y'all. Y'all, we got to take a break. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me, because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates, like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Now, okay, I did not see that coming because you know what it no. is. Even though, of course, we read the log line. It's like when bodies appear. You know how normally it's like you get a body early in a Lifetime movie just to let yeah. you know the stakes. So because at this point, we're like, a little over halfway through, I'm thinking, I just wasn't seeing his body coming. And I thought if there was going to be a body, it was going to be Beth? Yeah. I, I also think it's just like, so rarely do we see the terrible husband die at this point. Right. You know, like we see them die at the end or get what's coming to him. And like this, you're just like, oh, Carl's dead. Like, I did we drag him too hard? Like, he just came, he also just came clean. Yes. So it's like, he well, just yeah. did, like, the right thing, and now he's dead. Well, that's what makes it even more terrifying. Yeah. So Jackie is at home. The cops arrive to tell her that Carl is dead. And when I saw this, I did wonder to myself, I go, do they still, is this still how cops, like, inform families? It must be. They're not, like, calling them. Like, they still show up at the house. It's really so intense. Yeah. Jackie is so shocked, sobbing. And as you said, she she gives us that young and the restless realness she's known for. Absolutely. Because I mean, I was like, oh my God, like this woman, she's like unsteady on her feet. She can't manage it. Yeah. And the cops tell her he was stabbed. And it appears Beth did it and then took her own life. So Beth did too. And I said, what? What? That's when I was like, wait, Beth is gone? So, and we didn't even see that. Like, I was like, 
I was like, wait a minute. I'm sorry, both of them? And then this happened. And this is where Jackie to me get in trouble. She immediately starts lying. Saying she's like, mm-hmm. I don't know who Beth is. I don't know why Carl would be at her house. Which I didn't get. She has no inclination. She was. He was like, no, I had no idea he was having an affair. And I said, see, Jackie, that's the problem. You didn't, but, I, but I will say, I will tell you this about both cops. They give haughty energy from the moment they're at the door, even when they're like just notifying her, where I go, yeah. these are not cops who are inclined to, to believe her. To believe her. Where I'm like, they yes. already are just kind of like, mm, that I was like, oh, Lord. But it's like, so... If you were to say, like, oh, yes, I know who Beth is, and I knew he was having an affair, that obviously gives you motive. But lying about it is way worse. Exactly. And, like, I, we we don't ever know what we would do in that situation. Right, right. I would have literally told him everything. I would have been like, okay, this yes. is crazy, and I'm really upset because I had hired – he had just come clean to me. I hired a mistress yes. hunter. Her name is Hannah. I would have literally had all the information right there. And also, yeah. Hannah – if somebody doesn't give you a receipt when well, you paid them $2,000, get out of the business. Because, Hannah, I get that you need to be low-key, but you need to have, like, a shell corporation, a name or something. I want a receipt saying I paid you for what you did. You love receipts. Physically and hypothetically. I do. So, Jackie calls Val, tells her about Carl and Beth's deaths. <laughs> she Carl and Beth's deaths. Beth's deaths down by the seashore. <laughs> and Val is like, oh, you know, whatever. Yeah, and I'm like, Val. And so then we're at the crime scene, and the cops are like, I don't know, something doesn't seem right here. And then the CSI man is like, mm-hmm. you got to come take a look at this. Oh, I love this. He shows a blue light, and it it looks like that somebody tried to clean up the crime scene, and then there's boot prints that don't match either victim. Mm-hmm. And I love mm-hmm. when Lifetime gives us a CSI moment. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. It is just because it's like, yeah, let us let us speak behind the curtain. So the cops go to Jackie, and they're like, it looks like there was a third person there. And Jackie's like, what? And then she admits everything. <laughs> and I was actually glad. I was I was actually glad she came clean so quickly. Yes. Both. This is why her and Carl were together. They they really fold immediately. <laughs> she goes, I have a confession to make, and I'm like, no, that's not a good way to start this out, Jackie. Exactly. I was like, Jackie, come on, honey, don't say it that way. But she tells them everything. Tells them about. Say I didn't kill them, but here's what I was lying about. Exactly. I was like, I was like, what are you talking about? She even tells them about the mistress hunter. When, she, when the cops come to her door, they're like, were you expecting someone? And she's like, yeah, my friend Val. Like, it's like, again, they like have this attitude where it's like, yeah, have you ever just heard of thinking someone was coming by? And then they ask like where she was and she's like, I was at home with my daughter. And they're like, and can she verify that? She's a child. You cannot ask a child to confirm someone's alibi. Not with your energy. Also, you can't have anybody confirm anything when it's bedtime. It's like, that girl's asleep. It's 11 yeah. midnight. What is she gonna know? She's in bed. Well, Conrad will give me an alibi. <laughs> he go, goo goo ga ga, mama, she here. I saw her. She wiped my booty. <laughs> <laughs> so, surprise, surprise, Val was supposed to come over and provide moral support, and she ain't there. Nope. And she and, calls. So then she, well, she calls Val, right? Where she's like, where are you? And Val starts asking too many questions. She's yep. like, what did the cops say? Wait, they found signs of someone else. And I said, Val, you're asking too many damn questions. And she was like, I can't make it. And literally the whole thing is she needs Val to come so that she can go to the coroner to identify her dead husband's body without dragging her child along. She needs her to babysit Michaela. It's like, yes. it's like literally Val just sit here. When she's on the phone, she looks like she's in the wilderness somewhere mm. or like, you know, parked on the back side of the hill. So I'm like, Val, that doesn't seem, the valley doesn't seem like it's for Val, even though her name is Val. <laughs> so yeah, I, I I really cannot see Michaela at the corners. It's really not 
the yeah, visual I'm going to be bad. able to handle. Yeah. So since Jackie gave the cops all of Hannah, Mistress Hunter's info, they go to the industrial address. They go inside of the building. And they're like me. They're like, where is this place? What is happening? I'd be like, thank you. (laughs) And when they get there, the office has been cleaned out. We are talking no couches, no loose hangers, no dust bunnies. It is empty. Yeah, 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 yeah. So Jackie... After bringing Michaela to the coroner, she brings Michaela to Val's house because yeah. she's got errands to run. That's what she, she keeps being like, honey, I'm sorry. I have errands. And it's like, what? these are not errands. So <laughs> she goes to Val's house. She's not answering. The door is like a jar. We know that's not a good sign. Mm-hmm. So she pushes the door open and then she takes Michaela inside. And I go, this daughter has just been at the morgue. And now she is being led into a suspicious apartment. Okay, yes, I'm seeing it. I'm seeing it. Uh-huh. And they walk in and they see blood on the floor. And then the cops come in and she's like, ah! Right. So we don't see anything, but there is blood. So the cops come in. They put... Jackie into the car and they start questioning her. Jackie and Michaela. They put Jackie and Michaela in the backseat. Yes. (laughs) That's it. Michaela in custody. And then Jackie at least has the wherewithal to be like, I'll be right back, Michaela. And walks to the cops, has a discussion with them, Uh. and then listen to this. Did you talk to Hannah? She wasn't there. What do you mean? You sent us to an empty warehouse. No, no. Did you go inside and around the corner like I said? Yes, ma'am. There was nothing. No sign of any business. Then we check with the owners. They haven't had a renter in months. That doesn't make any sense. I'm going to need protection for Michaela and me. You're going to need protection. This has to be the Mistress Hunter. She has to be the third person in the apartment. And if she came after Valerie, she could be coming after me. I can identify her. Oh my God, or she could be coming after Michaela. She saw her with me in the park. That's a theory. Here's another theory. Maybe you didn't hire this mistress hunter to get revenge for you. Maybe you did it yourself. <laughs> what? Yeah, maybe your friend here knew what you did and that was a problem for you. That's not what happened. I would never hurt anyone, especially my best friend. And even if I did, why would I ever come back here, especially with my daughter? You have a lot to lose. Maybe you left something behind. That would be worth the risk. You have to stay mother to that beautiful little girl who's already lost one parent. I need to talk to a lawyer. I thought you wanted to cooperate with us. Whatever cooperation I do will be in the presence of a lawyer. Okay, I love that the cops were like, I thought you wanted to cooperate when they're insisting she did it. Why would somebody cooperate with being railroaded? Also, the thing I put together immediately This whole sketchy, like, warehouse with an office, that's the work of a real estate agent, who, which is what Mm. Valerie does for a living, okay? Valerie knows what properties are available and abandoned. She knows what's around, and we know she can stage a space to look like anything. You think Valerie has a staged an office in an empty three-bed, two-bath in Van Nuys? Wow. Okay, so you think that Valerie was Hannah's real estate agent too. I think she set Hannah up with that location, right? Because if she's the one who's like connected her to Hannah and was like, I'm like, she she found that spot. She found that spot. Yeah. I'm convinced. She was like, why don't you come work out of this? I'm telling you. Yeah. Okay, so that night Jackie's at home. She's not in custody. <laughs> Sounds <laughs> about white. She is a rich white m- woman. She hears a noise. She goes down with a bat and who comes up behind her with a gun? Hannah, the mistress hunter. Listen. None of this was part of the plan. You think I want you telling the police about me? 
I had a really great setup at that warehouse. And then when things went bad, you killed them. No, dear. I relish in making cheetahs sweat, squirm, and regret their actions, not kill them. You need to understand that I'm breaking my protocol by being here. I mean, this is a risk, a big risk. I should have just disappeared. So why didn't you? There's something you need to know. Carl had other mistresses. I got the info off Carl's computer and other credit cards. As you'll see, he's quite the serial philanderer. Yeah, okay. I, this was crazy to me. I was like, why do you have a gun on her? Yeah, because she's like, I need you to listen. And it's like, that wouldn't make me That would not listen. make me concentrate on a word out of your no. mouth. And, but then, Jackie starts looking through the information that Hannah's just given her. It is a stack of photos. Stack of pictures. Like, it's a dossier. Like, it is a, it's a chapter book. <laughs> and I'm like, how did this, how did this dud of a man have this many mistresses? I need to know if he had that many wallets. Because I said he's got a whole separate wallet, whole separate credit cards. I'm like, what is happening? So in the stack of photos is who? Valerie. Ding, 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 ding. We're seeing Carl with a bunch of women, and Valerie's one of them, and what did I say? What did I say? Megan, did I clock it or did I clock it? Yeah, you were right. You were absolutely right, because we don't meet Valerie unless she plays a part, you know? Again, she also looked too much like Beth to me. I said, no, one of y'all needs it's... straight, the other needs curly. We yes. Y'all looking too much of the same type, to the point where I initially thought Valerie was the one outside the... Apartment. I did too. I did so. too. I was like, oh, those are different white women. Because I, I'm losing my touch. Okay, so while they're having this conversation, we see a hooded figure who is a slight frame, so we do believe it to be a woman, is walking around the house. And then we see this hooded figure put a bloodied knife into Jackie's garbage can. So Mistress Hunter Hannah is like, you should give these pictures pictures to police because it proves that there's a lot of other people that could have wanted to murder him. And Jackie's like, um, no, all it does is show that I have a lot more motive to murder him. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Also, the big thing, too, I'm sorry, is like, Hannah, why don't you go to the police? Because right now, people think I'm making you up. So my big right. problem is, Hannah, could you go in and just shake some hands and go, hi, yes, I am a mistress hunter. I'm, I'm real. real. It's... That's yes. what I mean. Hannah, Hannah ain't helpful. She did do her dirty. She did do her dirty by leaving, abandoning her. Because it's also, I, yeah, I, Hannah's like in this line of work. She says that a lot. I need to disappear in this line of work. I didn't want you to go to the police in this line of work. It's like, Hannah, I, listen, two people are dead. So like, yeah, you do have to kind of yeah. cooperate. Yeah. Okay, so Jackie storms outside. There are cops who are, what she thinks they're there to do is make sure her and Michaela are protected. But what they're really doing is surveillance on her that she doesn't flee. Mm -hmm. Either way, she hands them the giant stack of photos of the women her husband has cheated on her with. Yeah, this is a large manila envelope. Large manila. And the cop's like, I can't take it. And it's like, throw it in their car then. Right, like it's like, well, this is what I don't get to. They're like, we can't take it. You have to give that to the detectives or give it to your lawyers. And it's just like, why can't you actually hold on to it why would it's evidence like, it's, it's evidence it's also like don't you want to look good to your boss by having information like this is why you stuck no. stand this is why you stuck in a car in suburbia and everybody else working a case this is because y'all have no initiative <laughs> so jackie's like Ugh, fine you idiots so the next morning no 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 but this is where i'm mad though she's mad she comes back in the house she just puts that envelope on the coffee table in yeah. the living room 
And that made me mad. Because if you telling me, like, if, if I had this, first of all, I would be pouring over that stuff as I slept. Do <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, I'd be like, who are these women? What is What has he done? What's happening? Also, this is important evidence. I would have put it under my pillow. I wouldn't have left it downstairs. I really wouldn't have. Yeah. I'd also be like, oh, we're not sleeping here if the cops missed a person coming into the house with a gun. Yeah. Yeah. So it's the next morning. The detectives are over. Jackie gives them the envelope. And of course, it just has a child's drawing in it. Yeah. It's empty. And so now they're like, oh, you're making more stuff up. And they said they're going to get a search warrant. And what I find to be funny is the cops doing surveillance missed Hannah breaking in with a gun and then also missed the hooded figure breaking in and getting out. <laughs> right, right, right. The cops were just right out there. And I just thought to myself, what are you guys good for? Because the thing, too, when you're doing these gorgeous lifetime estates, you know, that have front and backs, you need someone on the front and on the back. Because this happens a lot. It's like in the movie where it's like the cop is like outside by the pool and the kid like yes. runs up behind him. And it's like, there's nobody else. We've never seen a cop, and this this transcends lifetime. This goes through all genres. We've never seen a cop who is supposed to be doing protection protect who they are protecting. Yes. You know what? Even when they're, like, sitting outside of a hospital room, it's like they're going to die. Right, 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 right. And I'm not saying that that happens in real life. I'm just saying in in film and media, they, they are batting zero. <laughs> they are striking out every single time. So the cops, you know, they're, they're going to find that knife that was in the garbage can once they get that search warrant. Yeah. I was like, oh, Lord, oh, brother. But then Jackie starts to flash back to some of the stuff we heard Valerie saying. You know, her talking about the crazy thing she said in the beginning about how this is even more personal than a real estate deal for falling through. And then Jackie calls Melanie, who I guess is back from her sisters, and mm -hmm. is like, can you come over? Can you park down the street? Come around the side door. <laughs> and I thought to myself, Melanie wasn't even down for you stealing a necklace from a mistress. I don't know if you can get her on board, but listen to this. I think Valerie did all of this. She carried on with Carl behind my back, and then once he dumped her for this other woman, she had me track her down with the mistress on her. She killed them and framed me for it. She even broke into my house and stole evidence. I know this sounds crazy. No, it actually makes sense. I mean, there were signs. She hinted she was seeing someone, that he'd broken her heart, but it was always so vague. I certainly never knew it was Carl. Look, I'm happy to go to the police and tell them. They would never believe you, not with everything they have on me. So what do you want to do? I think she's hiding out at one of her vacant properties. Yeah, but that could be anywhere. I mean, brokers have keys to any property on the market. Do you remember that? It was way out there in Acton. She talked about that listing a lot. I was trying to find the address. Start driving. I'll track it down and call you. Okay, she's Megan, on board. <laughs> Megan, Megan, did you okay. die over how quickly Melanie said yeah. without missing a beat? No, it actually makes sense. Yeah, because what we're realizing now is Melanie hates Valerie. <laughs> and that's really, it's like, oh, she's your friend, but you hate her. And so you were just waiting. You were like, I think she was mad about the mistress hunter because she got the information from Valerie. It's like anything that has to do with Valerie, she's like, I'm out. But she's like, oh, we're going to take down Valerie? I'm in. Right. <laughs> Oh, my God. That's so funny. It's so true. Okay. So um, Melanie comes over and she is going to hang out with Michaela while Jackie goes to try and find 
Valerie, basically. So the cops get there. They are furious that Jackie is not there. And they have their warrant. And they just go into the house and start looking for stuff. And mm. and Michaela is just sitting in the family room. like With Auntie they, Melanie. They, they, yes. And I'm like... Okay, she's been to the morgue. She's been to a house covered in blood. And now she's sitting through a search war. Is there a park? We saw her <laughs> swinging. Can she go there? Like, we justice for Michaela. <laughs> now, Jackie gets to the property that she thinks Val might be at. And we see her open a window. I thought it was it's just like a big mansion. It's already got a chained up door. She's managed to squeeze through that. Then she gets to the side of the house. She takes a screen off a window. Then she opens that window. I said, okay, Jackie, well, maybe you are able to get stuff done. Because she was moving yeah. quickly. Okay? She was yeah. resourceful. And she starts looking around. It's like a mansion that's being renovated. Like, it sounds like the wood beams mm-hmm. up, right? Or it's a mansion mansion that was, like, just foreclosed on. Because <laughs> it's, like, it's gorgeous on the outside, and then on the inside, you're like, uh-oh. It, you know, Home Alone too. I know that's our second Home Alone. It's like Kevin has climbed through the vent and is now in his mm. aunt and uncle's gorgeous Central Park apartment. <laughs> and she finds a room where Valerie has clearly been squatting. It has an air mattress. Air mattress. <laughs> it's inflated. It's fully inflated. And I go, Relatable. 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 (laughs) And so now Jackie calls Melanie being like, I found her. And Melanie's like, the cops are here. And then. And they're not happy. And they're not happy. And then Melanie, I'm sorry, Melanie Melanie goes, she she hands the phone to the detective. It's like, someone wants to talk to you. Which is like, not what you say. Just be like, Jackie's on the phone. Like, talk regular. But anyway. She's on the phone with the cop where she's like, I'm at where Valerie is. This place has been abandoned. You need to get people. Like she gives him the address and is like, you need to get people here. And just as she's giving detail, who walks in but Valerie? Gun drawn. Valerie yeah. was very ready. And then, mm-hmm. like, Jackie drops her phone. Yeah. So now it's like, Okay, the the phone call's over. Because I was I was hoping it was going to be one of my favorites where, like, the phone drops, but it's still playing, it's still recording, it's still getting the information, but no. But they do have the address at this point. Yes. So we're, we're in good shape there. I'd also like to note, Valerie is dressed like she has been out doing showings. <laughs> she is in, like, a J. Crew top that ties all along the back. I thought so it was, like, like, a dress. Those... Was it a top? No, it was, like, a... It almost kind of looked like a maternity top, but it was just a top. Mm-hmm. And then she's in like a cute, like, what are they called? Like, not chapstick, like a tiny little chic capri uh-huh. and then a ballet flat. Mm-hmm. And her hair is curled and she has a very cute bag. And I'm like, where has she been? <laughs> where is she getting <laughs> well, ready? Hey, she's still got to work. She's still got to work. She's got to close yeah. these properties. She's got to make enough money to make a new life in Tulum. She's like, I had an open house. Yeah, I brought my gun to the open house and now I'm back here. I know. And. We get a nice long convo between them. Now, listen to this, knowing Valerie has her gun on Jackie the whole time. Listen. Did you plan on killing them the whole time? No. I just wanted them broken up. But then you you showed me that necklace. He bought her. Carl never did anything like that for me. I couldn't let him love someone like that. Leave me for someone like her. So I decided to punish him, make it look like a murder, blame it on Beth. But Beth got there too early, so I had to kill her too. Oh, I thought I got away with it. So you framed me? Your best friend to save your own ass? I had no other choice. 
back and forth for a good 10 minutes where I just said, yeah. what is happening? Jackie is like, please don't do this. Val says, I'm going to do it. She's already practicing her defense and like saying out loud, yes. like, well, Carl was harassing me and you couldn't be reasoned with. And, you know, they fight for the gun. And at one point, you know, at some point, Jackie does have it. And I was like, uh-oh, if the cops walk in on this, I know. you know, when Jackie got the gun pointed on Val, I said, oh, it ain't going to work. But then Valerie gets it back. Yeah, and also at one point, Jackie's like, he never loved you. You're pathetic. And I'm like, listen, the sentiment is correct. This person is clearly crazy and has a gun. Right, right, right. And Valerie's like, I know. Like, it's just like, oh, my gosh. You guys, you have other issues in this friend group because we got to sort out what's going on with Melanie, too. Okay, so they do, they they fight for the gun. Jackie had the gun, and now Valerie ends up having the gun. She has it pointed at Jackie. The cops arrive just in time. But we have to underscore, it's the local cops in action. It's like literally, the because, you know, she's in a separate place, so basically the detective's like, Oh, it's not the detectives? No, the, the local cops in that area. It's like, go get the, and he says on the phone, he's like, tell the local cops to go to that address. Okay, well, that was smart. First smart thing he does. So the local cops come in. Yeah, and a trigger warning here. I did not see this coming, honestly. Valerie turns the gun on herself, and she is dead. And so that's, then we cut to the park. Yeah, I knew there was a park. Where Jackie's watching Michaela playing, and who rolls up on them again but secretive little Hannah. And I said, you got to stop showing up at the park. You got to stop bothering this woman when she's trying to raise her child. And this is where I lose Hannah, because she literally says, I'm so sorry for this whole thing. She's like, I should have known about Valerie in her research, because you can't be out here saying you a mistress hunter, and you ain't hunting up all the mistresses. But you should have, it's like, my friend Valerie recommended me to you. You should have known within 48 hours, friend Valerie was also seeing your husband. So I'm going to tell you that's the problem right there. Okay, but... In Hannah's defense, she says, I've been taking on too much, which, <laughs> Get which I think as working women, we can relate to. Get and out. then we find out she's happily married on her second marriage, and she's the mother of three kids. And then I said, yes, of course she's taking on too much. That's too much on Hannah's plate. That's too much on Hannah's plate. Well, I said, I don't know how you got to have all them costumes when you got three kids. Okay? You're going to have to get it together. And her solution for having too much on her plate is asking Jackie to come aboard and be her business partner. (laughs) She wants Jackie to be the mistress hunter with her. And then she goes, and you know what else? We should only take on clients who are interested in saving their marriages. No. I said, what is this weird shit? Why are you trying to make somebody stay with somebody who's cheating on them? Yeah, I'm sorry. And not even, like, make them and also trick them. Trick them into staying, exactly. If you need to be tricked into staying with your wife, you shouldn't be together. Exactly, exactly. I say that now, but, like, if you guys see CJ turning on me, please trick him into coming back. So Hannah gives Jackie her real phone number this time. But we still don't know Hannah's real name. We know Hannah's an alias. And the camera just slowly moves in on Jackie's face as she considers Hannah's offer. End of film. Incredible. I've never been more annoyed by an ending. Because here's my thing. Is Jackie off the hook legally? They, first of all, Val died before she could explain or admit anything. Yeah. Hannah still won't come forward and tell people who she is and what she know. The cops in Acton who came up on the moment, they don't know any backstory. So you're telling me these cops showed up, they see a woman turn a gun on herself. Mm -hmm. Does that automatically exonerate Jackie when they got a bloody knife and Jackie's 
In Jackie's house? I think Lifetime is just like, we figured it out. We sorted it out. It's not a we happy ending. It it's not a happy ending to me. And Hannah's whack. I'm mad at Hannah. She should have gone to the cops and helped Jackie out. Don't say come work for me. It's like, you know what? I was already doing your job and you couldn't even help me out when the cops thought I killed somebody. No, I ain't working for you. You know Hannah don't pay on time. You know she don't pay on time. It is a happy ending for me because Michaela is getting to do the first age-appropriate thing all film. Because the last time we saw her at the park, we basically had her mother questioning her if her dad's ever made her keep any secrets. <laughs> and we all know what that means. So now she's finally at the park. I hope her mom brought her a banana and she's having a good time. Girl, I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> we need to catch up on Michaela in 10 years. See what she made of herself. No, oh, it's no. Michaela needs to be in therapy now. <laughs> and like, and I know it's kids' therapy where it's like drawing and stuff. We need her in that like ASAP. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, next week. Ooh. I know. This is like a dark. Oh boy. Okay. All right. I'm gonna try and um I'm gonna try and get through this. Now, the movie is called A Deadly Lullaby. Whew. All right. Six months after the tragic loss of their newborn baby, oof, young couple Olivia and Harry Davis are slowly rebuilding their lives. But when Olivia meets glamorous Brooke Marsden and her baby girl, she is overwhelmed by a feeling of longing and quickly becomes obsessed. Is Olivia going crazy or is a mother's instinct always right? Okay, so what I'm taking from that is maybe the baby's not dead. Okay. Okay. We'll have to see and where to watch. You can watch with your existing Lifetime Movie Club subscription or start an account today by going to lifetimemovieclub.com slash podcast for a free seven-day trial. We are gonna need a deadly lullaby to work itself out just for my own mental capacity. So right. I'm, I am willing that into the... Yeah. I'm manifesting... The baby is okay. Yeah, that log line is its own roller coaster. And then after the <laughs> roller coaster of Mistress Hunter, just you guys, we're in it together. We're watching together. We're holding hands. We're staying close. Okay? Yep. So we will okay. see you next week. Bye-bye. I love a Lifetime movie. If you love Lifetime movies as much as we do, tune into Lifetime and LMN to watch all the new and classic movies that we can't get enough of. Check your local listings to find out what's airing on Lifetime and LMN because it just might be the movie we talk about next. And wait, there's more. Check out the new bomb Lifetime podcast, Crime of a Lifetime, where two amazing hosts take you beyond the headlines of a crime and they get into the nitty gritty twists and turns of the story. Mm, that's my jam. This podcast would not be possible if it was just Naomi and me, for sure. Absolutely not. I Love a Lifetime movie is produced by Aisha Jordan. With sound editing and mixing by The Podglomerate. Executive produced by Jesse Katz. With original music by Blake Maples. And hosted by Naomi and Megan. You should know that by now. If you've gotten to this point, you should know that we're the host, okay? <laughs> I, it feels like we don't even need to say it, but we'll put ourselves in the credits. Copyright 2023 a Television Networks, LLC. All rights reserved. 